Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. If you want to call us, 877-474-3302. We would love to talk to you. Let's talk a little bit about the iPhone. Now, you know, the iPhone now has been out, I don't know, four years, five years, three yeah, years, well, however, you know, however long it's actually been it's out. all the cool kids have them. Yeah, you know, and I, and I have to say I've always had iPhone envy. Uh, I've refused to do anything about it because I wouldn't change as we all know. Yeah, I don't want to go to AT&T either. Yeah, I won't do that, <laughs> although I am going to, when I get the iPad, I am going to obviously use the AT&T um, broadband service because that's right. the only one you can use. But the iPhone has now, finally, they've gone to the upgrade that should come out sometime they're talking about uh, summertime so maybe june and it's the apple os4 uh for the iphone and one of the most controversial things about the ipad still the iphone is that you cannot multitask which simply means that uh, for example on my droid i can keep an application going and then yeah, same go to thing another on the app- palm pre right right yeah so you can do that i mean i can be playing a video game and then go check my email and then go back to the video game and it hasn't closed itself out you can't do that on an iphone and you can't really do it on an ipad and i think the only thing you really can do is it will allow you to play itunes so you can listen to music but you can't actually switch out of a different program to do that. So they've come up with uh, a sort of what I would say is uh, a little bit of multitasking, but not really fully multitasking. They have selected certain um, multitasking services. So there are seven of them that you'll be able to access. Uh, you can make voiceover uh, IP calls while playing a game you, you know, or checking email. You can find a restaurant, but so on and so forth. Right. But you can't do still all the things you want to do. Now, Jobs says that it's because it it kills the battery life and it slows down the computer, but everybody wants to multitask. So so that's an issue. At least they're resolving some of the issues that they had on the iPad. uh, I'm sorry, on the iPhone with the uh, the upgrade to the iOS 4. You're also going to get folders, uh, which organize apps into folders. You know, you can do drag and drop, which is nice because we all love drag and drop. allegedly has better email, so that will be interesting to see how that works. You're going to get iBooks on there, which apparently you did not have before. So, you know, there there is a big upgrade coming, and everybody's looking forward to it, but uh, it's not, even with the new upgrade, there's still a lot of things on there that uh, the people want that aren't able to have. Well, you um, know, some of the things that they're adding also, um, they're building their own social gaming network, mm-hmm. which is going to be available to iPhone users. Which I guess you know maybe their version of the Apple version of Farmville. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I'm not a big fo- a game player on my phone. I just yeah, find the screen I. too I, small. I don't want to. <laughs> well, I don't mind it. I mean, you know, I I, I test, I play. I, you know, I, I'm always into video games and always have been. But for me, the phone is a little small. I found a couple of applications that are kind of fun that aren't you know too complex and and too involved that you can play on your uh, on, on my Droid. But um, generally speaking, I just find it you know not a lot of fun to play them on a very small phone. And did so, you hear about the new iAd that Jobs announced? Yeah, tell me what that was again. Uh, ads <laughs> yeah, I mean, on I your that. iPhone to help support free applications. Right. And uh, the developers will get an, you know, developers of free apps will get an industry standard of 60% of ad revenue, 
which is definitely a good reason for people to then do free apps. And, you know, it's a great way for all my friends out there in the dev world to actually make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, the deal is it doesn't take you outside of the app you're using to view the ads. And you can dismiss the ad whenever you want, and you're right back to where you left off. But I noticed an interesting thing on the Palm, and I don't know if you have it on the BlackBerry. For instance, when Droid. I'm uh, on the Droid, when I'm using radio time, for example, when I was out of town, I wanted to listen to the radio in the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like a little teeny banner, like a quarter of an inch at the bottom of the screen, right. where ads rotate. Right. And I don't mind that. I don't mind you it know, either. Yeah. I have to tell you, I don't even notice it anymore. You know, when I think maybe when I first got the phone and I saw a little ad, I went, oh, okay, there's an ad there. But the truth is, I really don't pay attention to it at all. And it doesn't interfere with anything. And I say, why not? You know, if you can get free apps, you know, and, and you have to sacrifice a little tiny banner at the bottom of the, thing, the screen, why not? Absolutely. Exactly. Well, uh, according to Jobs, they're going to uh, have iAds built into Toy Story 3, Air Jordans, and Target will be ads. Hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Right, well. So that's kind of cool. Had a little, I mean, um, you had a little article on the cost of the iPad. Oh, you, yeah. Do you want to talk about that now? Or? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she <laughs> goes away quick. to find her article. <laughs> there it is. Now, actually, it was interesting. It was in the New York Times, and I found it. Uh, the techies at iSupply make a living out of taking apart technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they took apart an iPad. And decided how much it was worth. How much do you think it's worth? Well, I know. How much is it okay. worth or how much does it cost uh, them to build? Well, the components. Uh, I read the article, so I know. I okay, know so it you is. can't talk. The priciest part <laughs> is obviously the touchscreen display and assembly. They estimate that costs about 95 bucks. And that's supplied by a bunch of people uh, like LG from South Korea. The processing chip, which is made by Samsung, interesting under Apple's direction, is known as the A4, and that costs $26.80. The customized aluminum case, uh, you know, for the back, is $10.50. So, I mean, this doesn't count R&D cost distribution, advertising, blah, blah, blah. So, iSupply estimates the 32-gigabyte iPad, which sells for what, $599? Uh, $499. Oh, 32-gig? Yeah, $599. Okay, includes about $289.10 in materials. Well, the 699 top of the line, you know, the 64 gigabyte Wi-Fi iPad has $348.10 worth of stuff. <laughs> three, wait, I just three, thought it was interesting. I love people who take apart stuff, okay, because oh, yeah. I do that too. Well, I've it also warranties. gives you an idea. I mean, if you're interested in, in buying the stock and knowing how much they make on everything, that's always a fascinating topic to find out, well, if it costs them, you know, $250 or $350 and they're selling it for five to 800 then they're making a few bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's good to know. I mean, I think Apple's very smart. Yeah, they've done. I mean, I have to tell you, the stock has been phenomenal. The stock's more than doubled in the last year through all the little things that they're marketing. Is it really? Oh, Isn't yeah, that interesting? Stock, stock's on from like a hundred. Of course, I don't own two. that stock because my analyst never Shh. told me to buy it. We don't. We don't talk about that. No. <laughs> uh, because it was too risky for you. Uh, although I see. we should have okay. sold everything we owned a year ago and bought everything in, in Apple. Right, because we all have the nerve to do that in this economy, don't we? <laughs> exactly, exactly right. I will tell you I that think I think we're w- just happy to be getting back the money we lost at the big crash. Yeah, no kidding. 
the uh, I was in the Best Buy store uh, out in uh, the San Fernando Valley and walked in, and they had uh, this is let's see, this was Thursday, I think. So this is a week after the launch, and they had iPads there to buy. You know, they didn't have every one. They had a 32 or they had a 64 or whatever. So uh, they were sold out the same day, but then the next day they had more. So you know, I just I just don't like getting the first one of anything off the block. I don't get that being the first in line to get a new technology. I mean, I can understand being at the store to buying the new model of mm-hmm. a technology that's been out for a while. But it just seems to me you're always the unpaid beta tester. Well, that's when you, true. When you get the first thing. And they've also found some issues with the uh, with the first iPad. The uh, there really was, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's anything? a Wi-Fi issue with it connecting to your Wi-Fi. Freaking and I lovely. Actually, yeah, I've actually talked to a couple of people. One one friend of mine who said he had to replace his router, that he had an old <sighs> router. They're recommending, I mean, at first they said, well, just move closer to your Wi-Fi. Well, yeah, great. Uh, no, I mean, that's not the point. The point is I want to walk to wherever my, you know, I want to be able to use my iPad wherever my laptop will go. So if my laptop goes outside in the backyard, that's where I want my iPad to go. Exactly. So, uh, it, I mean, that's know, where I want mine to go, too. Yeah, I mean, not, you know, not everybody has had that as an issue, but there are some issues. Uh, and Apple has been, I have to tell them, give them their credit. They, uh, they certainly have been responsive. They've talked about, uh, you know, how to fix it, and they tell you to upgrade your browser. Uh, in fact, you know what, wait a minute. Uh, well, no, it was funny. I went to the I- Apple discussion board. They have lots of threads on that Wi-Fi topic. And one thread has 390 replies and 55,000 views as of now. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, there's more than one primary symptom. Uh, One is failure to rejoin a known network when waking up from sleep. Right, that's the other issue. The second is unusually weak signal or complete Wi-Fi disconnected distances from router where other Wi-Fi devices work easily. Right. And the third one is jerky or disrupting streaming video. Yeah, but even I, when signal strength appears strong. Yeah, there, there, you know, there, there are a few issues coming out, and it'll be interesting. Which is actually, I'm kind of glad that the uh, I'm going to wait till the next one in three weeks comes out because maybe they'll help. See, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to, you well, know, I want to get Richard on, on the phone or um, on the line, who's our engineer. Uh, Richard is using you're using the um, he he has some way of getting these. He's a beta tester, so you have the iPhone 4.0, right, Richard? I do. Uh, I, I have a friend who's on a developer account, so it's nice. quite easy for me. He just adds the UDID onto his account. And so what do you think? Um, well, I wouldn't recommend anyone getting the first beta because there is some See? Still a little buggy. Mm-hmm. But um, the multitasking, too, not all the developers have updated their apps to allow. So, for example, for Pandora, they haven't updated their uh app in order to support And you've got to have Pandora. Yet. I mean, how can you live without Pandora? Right. So I, I'm really looking forward to that eventually when they, they update that. But um, other than that, now you can also put backgrounds on your uh, home pages. Backgrounds? Use, like backgrounds on the uh, iPhone, the wallpaper. You couldn't do that on an iPhone before? No, it was just black. You, you don't really? Oh, you know what? I didn't realize that because I've never used I, I don't have an iPhone, but uh, backgrounds and screensavers and all kinds of stuff have been around on other phones for a long time. Yeah, yeah and the folders are pretty cool. You, you talked about that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing I really like, too, is now they added a zoom to the camera feature. Oh. Now, it's a like a digital zoom, obviously. It's not a mechanical one. So it does get a little blurry when you zoom too closely to things. Um, and the other thing I, I dislike is the camera function. It still stays in the multitasking, even mm-hmm. when you supposedly close it. 
Hmm. Oh, interesting. So I, I I read on a blog that they're working on that to see if it stays on. Perhaps it's using more battery than it should. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, I, I think it, you know it's, uh, it's, a, it's a little quicker. And I noticed you're only allowed to use the multitasking if you have the new 3GS. Oh, so the 3G really? 3G model or lower won't do, uh, support multitasking. I, you know, I just don't get. I mean, I understand the the idea that you don't want to burn your battery life by multitasking, but the frankly, that's what everybody wants. You know, if they want to be able to multitask, let them recharge their battery. If they want to do it, it shouldn't be up to Stephen Jobs to say to us, "No, you can't do that because we're worried the battery life won't." Be I'll be interesting enough. to see if a four G iPhone comes out. There's rumors. They're talking about it. You know, they're talking about four G coming out the maybe in the next three or four months. So I don't know about the iPhone, but certainly the four G network. Uh, I think Sprint, Marsha, wasn't Sprint talking about a four G? Yes, Sprint is starting. I understand 4G. I don't know what kind of G I have on my. Phone. Well, you don't I really have 4G don't. Yet. I got some kind of G going on on my phone, yeah, and it works 3G. flawlessly. It works flawlessly, so I don't know that I need to upgrade my G's. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just makes the the phone faster, and we want we do want that. So that's interesting, Richard. And they say I think it's June supposedly that's coming out, right? I think so. Yeah, somewhere around there. And also, they, they uh, enabled tethering on the 3.0, then they got rid of that. So I wonder if AT&T is sort of breathing down their neck about that one. I would suspect so, wouldn't you? Yeah, interesting. All right, well, thank you for the update. We appreciate it. No uh, good to know. Yeah, R- Richard is our go-to guy whenever we want to find out what's going on in the beta world of Mac. Cause, yeah, well, uh, who knew? You know, yeah, no, who I knew? knew. Richard was the key. I mean, we it have a radio secret. show. He, like he, and I, he and I keep the secret, and we only bring it out when we need to use it. And now we've let you and the rest of our <laughs> listeners in on it. So uh, when we come back, lots of stuff to talk about. Some DVD movies coming out. Uh, lots of good stuff ahead. And uh, a couple of months is E3, which is the gaming show. will be out here in Los Angeles. So we'll and you're going to love gaming. that. Yeah. We'll be right back. Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. If you or someone you know is unemployed, WS Radio wants to help. Hi, I'm CeCe Gonzalez, host of Headhunter Radio. Our show is dedicated to all things human resources, getting a job, keeping a job, career development, and best practices. And now WS Radio is also doing their part to assist you in your job search. Log on to www.jobhuntingtoolkit.com where they've provided some great links and free tools. That's www.jobhuntingtoolkit.com. Before there were computer games and HDTV, cram courses and teaching to the test, there was this thing called imagination, a tool so powerful it could transport kids on the most amazing journeys of their lives, from outer space to center field at Yankee Stadium. It is for these journeys that Destination Imagination was created, an extraordinary after-school program in creativity and teamwork for every child. At Destination Imagination, teams are formed, and challenges are met with a whole lot of imagination. And while we can't guarantee it'll get your kid into Harvard or onto American Idol, we're pretty sure that Destination Imagination will be the most important journey they make this year. Maybe any year. Parents, teachers, start a Destination Imagination team by calling 888-321-1503 or visit DestinationImagination.org. That's DestinationImagination.org. Dr. Gail Carson here, a.k.a. SOB, which stands for Spunky Old Broad. 
My Let's Get Moving show on WS Radio is a unique health show for women that will help you get moving no matter how old you are. Listen 24-7 at wsradio.com forward slash LGM. That's wsradio.com forward slash LGM. I'm over 70 years old with no sign of slowing down. Let me help you or someone you love get moving. If your business receives or ships freight, this is your chance to uncover savings you didn't even know existed. We're Logistics Saving Solutions, and we are changing the way businesses work with consultants. We've made it simple. Our focus is to deliver fast assessments of your freight operations, and nothing more. We don't require a long-term contract with our customers. What we do is identify your needs and get right to work. We are experts at applying our 20 years of logistics experience to analyze your freight spending. Through the audit of your past invoices, we identify your areas of success and areas for improvement, and we get it. You know your business. We know the freight business. Please visit us at www.logisticsavingsolutions.com for more information or call us at 1-847-719-0401 for a free informational consultation. That's logisticssavingsolutions.com or 1-847-719-0401. Council for the National Interest is a nonprofit, nonpartisan grassroots organization advocating a new direction for U.S. foreign policy in the Middle East. CNI Jerusalem Calling, hosted by a panel of experts including Ambassador Ed Peck, is the worldwide leader in Middle East Peace Talk Radio. Tune in live each Thursday or listen on demand for interviews with world leaders and scholars. Learn more about CNI at cnionline.org. That's cnionline.org. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. VinVillage members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me, create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com. That's www.VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Matsuri, a Japanese word meaning festival, is also the name of the most amazing show to ever appear on the Las Vegas Strip. Eighteen beautiful Japanese men and women forsake the spoken word and using only their bodies, communicate incredible acts of strength, dance, music, beauty, and magic. Matsuri at the Imperial Palace Hotel in Las Vegas. For ticket information, visit imperialpalace.com or call 888-777-7664. Matsuri is amazing. Matsuri was made in Japan. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to call us, we're at 877-474-3302. If you want to tweet us, we are Mark and Marsha, M-A-R-C, 
and Marsha, M-A-R-S-H-A, or you can Gmail us at the same, Mark and Marsha at Gmail. And I'm on Twitter at Marsha Collier. So there uh, you go. So you want to so talk Mark, about PDFs. Yeah, i got to tell you, um, you know, I've been a fan, what, of PDFs like forever. I mean, Adobe created PDFs, what, in the early 90s? Long time ago. I mean, and, every, you know, they've gotten more and more pervasive. Everybody's using them. And let's I, I think they're fantastic. But, you know, Adobe has kind of, I think, lost track of its mission because the whole point of a PDF was to pre- create a portable document. It would look the same no matter what computer you were going to look the, look at them on, print them on, whatever. But now they're embedding videos, music, 3D objects. I mean, even JavaScript. I mean, there's even a form that can send data to a remote server built into PDF files. Now, unfortunately, they also have the option to launch executable files, which there's no way you can tell that. You get a PDF. And there's no way you can tell because obviously the new software that we have isn't going to tell you unless you have a really good antivirus system. Mm-hmm. Now, I got antiviruses going all over my computer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I run more than one, oh, <laughs> I admit. Oh, <laughs> do that. Well, you know, I don't care if it slows up my computer because I think I mentioned a couple shows ago that I had some sort of problem with my computer. Yeah, maybe because you're running too many antivirus programs. Uh, no, actually, I wasn't running enough at the time. Whatever. It seems that everybody covers a different thing, and I've been using Microsoft OneCare. Um, but then I use the Microsoft Essentials security scan from the web because something was just funky with my computer. And it just seemed every four times I ran a scan or something going, something showed up or I'd get a warning from OneCare. Bottom line, I had some sort of executable Trojan, which I ended up finding out was due to downloading a PDF. And I don't download PDFs from just any weird site, which, you know, strikes me as strange because I always download from reliable places. Mm-hmm. So I spoke to the people from Malwarebytes who we're going to have on this show, who they were absolutely wonderful, ran some of their software, found it, didn't find it, found because it executes at certain points on your computer. You have to do certain things and you don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. So they recommended I look up this program called Avast, A-V-A-S-T dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good program. They have a free version that you can download an antivirus. Um, plus, you can upgrade. You know, it's fairly reasonable. They all are. But what I really liked about this software is that it had a pre-boot scan. What I mean by pre-boot is that, you know, you turn your computer on and it goes into Windows, right? Mm-hmm. This stops your computer when you turn it on and runs a complete scan of your system before Windows even loads. One of the issues that we get with viruses and Trojans is they open upon execution of Windows. So by using this software and scanning beforehand, you can find them because once some of these programs are open, they're not. you can't remove them without damaging programs. Mm-hmm. So it went through, went through my computer, found a couple of things that were actually hidden in interesting places, like in my antivirus software on my computer. And the only way I could actually get rid of these was by doing the pre-Windows scan. So I highly recommend it. You can get the free version at avast.com. Mm-hmm. I, nobody paid me to do this. No, it's it a good software. My, yeah, but running the preload scan 
is the best way on a PC, I believe, to find viruses and things because nothing is executed yet. Okay, now I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you d- to do whatever Marcia said, except putting more than one antivirus on your software. And, well, I don't uh, run I'm, them both at the same time. No, it doesn't make any difference because the big issue with antivirus software is that most antivirus software have what they call real time monitoring. Right. So when they're installed, well, on no, your I system, don't run that. I don't run them both at the same time. Well, again, the, even though they're resident in your computer... Oh, can, I know. There are ways to turn them off. <laughs> yeah, I know, but just I'm telling you people, don't do it. It's going to cause you crashes. It's going to cause you other failures. Uh, My computer's it, fine, folks. <laughs> whatever. Just don't do it, I'm telling you. Or if you do do it, when your computer crashes, send the bill to Marsha at markandmarsha.com because it can be scary, folks. Uh, all right. Anyway, our, I, this is our first debate of the morning. Uh, yeah, right. really. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. We're just... Just getting together. Yeah, we'll be right back. Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in You've Internet You've been listening talk. to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Hi, Jack Warren here, host of the Shutterbug Magazine radio show on the WS Radio Network. You know, I hear people say they feel chained to their office desk They spend hours stuck in traffic just to get to their office computers. They stay late. They go in on the weekends just to keep up. You know, technology is supposed to make your life easier, not more complicated. Now, I have a proven solution where you work from anywhere in any computer with GoToMyPC. Whether it's a Mac or a PC, you can access your computer, use any program, work on any file, check your email, access network resources with GoToMyPC. Go to my PC lets you take your office with you wherever you go. WS Radio listeners can try Go to my PC for free for the next 30 days. For this special offer, you must visit go to my PC.com/talk. That's go to my PC.com/talk for a free trial. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. 